0: Show now. All right, guys, what is up? What is happening? How are all the things you are rocking with Cheryl and Natty on the Shades of Strong podcast, where we're doing our part to dismantle the myths and the stereotypes of the strong Black woman by creating safe and sacred spaces for Black women to uncape, unmask, and unhide so that they can be whatever shade of strong that feels right for them. And we are back with day 28 of our Uncaping, Unmasking, and Unhiding series. And Mary Jane has winded on down. (laughs) She has winded on down. It's been so good. It's just been so amazing to get to the root of what causes her to do life the way she does. And what may be causing you to do the life the way you do. So yeah, we are in day 28. And what we want to do today is offer you some tips and some strategies on how you can overcome perfectionism and overcome the need to try and save everybody from everything If we do that. That's- and we do that. So yeah, we are going to offer you some tips and strategies, just in case you find yourself on the hamster wheel of perfection. Cause y'all know that wheel don't go nowhere. You just on there, just turning and turning and turning. It's just the endless cycle of exhaustion. So yeah, come through with the tips and strategies,
1: Maddie. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you just a few. And these are all things that I have, that I've done for myself and they have gone, they've done a great deal to help me heal from my own challenges with being a perfectionist. So one thing is whenever there's something that I find that uh, quite often, there are things like expectations and rules or whatever that I impose upon myself. And I am a little, I'm a lot quicker now to recognize when I'm doing that, to recognize that I am imposing these different things, these different expectations or so-called standards or whatever. So the first thing that I do is I ask where that's coming from. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're expecting this of yourself and that of yourself and you're imposing this rule or this standard. Whose standard is this really? And whose expectation is this really? Because it actually isn't yours. And since it isn't yours, why are you living according to whoever the person is or people are or whatever? So that's the first thing that I I do a lot. And then because again, a lot of this, a lot of the time, this is self-imposed stuff. After I've done that, I remind myself that, you know, for example, I'm an artist, I'm a writer. I have things that I'm wanting to make and things that I'm making works in progress. And sometimes I get really down in the dumps about not having a certain thing finished. Well, you said you were going to finish this last year, or you said you were going to da da, 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 da and you didn't do it, da, da, da. And your deadline, again, the deadline, the standard, the expectation, the deadline was this, this, this date, and that date was long ago, da, da. And it's like, wait... Why did you impose the standard on yourself? Why did you impose ex- expectations? So that's the question. And then once I've answered the question, then I remind myself: you can make your own rules with this. So if you didn't finish it by whatever date you thought you needed to, um, just change the date. Like it's not the the world is not imploding because you didn't finish this this thing or because you didn't do this thing. Nothing has come to an end. Because you didn't follow through within this time frame. So please just move your time forward or whatever, or just change your rule or just set new expectations for yourself or better yet, go with the flow more and stop trying to make everything measure up to a set of expectations at all. It's extremely hard to do. That's something that I've been telling myself. So those are two strategies that I've been working on. And by working on, I mean for the last three or four years and they have helped five or six years. And they have helped.
0: Unlearning perfectionism behavior. That's not going to happen overnight. You've been doing this stuff no, since no, you are no, a little no. girl. <laughs> Listen,
1: <laughs> girl. You like, are not going to unlearn that overnight. This. And you're going to find out just what kind of perfectionist you are. Because if you think, like I used to, that this is kind of like a, a class that you can start and finish within six months and be like, oh, I passed. And more mm-hmm. than that, I got an A. And see, here's my certificate. You're in for a very rude awakening. Very rude. Because I've literally treated so many things in my life like, oh, I mean, that's honestly, that's how I've gotten a lot of things done. I've made it a challenge for myself and then I meet the challenge and it's like, see, I accomplished. But honestly, this new space that I'm moving into, it's not, things just can't work out like that for me. I have got to give myself the space to be in flow a lot more. And being in flow is completely antithetical to being a perfectionist. I'm just going to let you know that right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you get to decide, are you going to continue with perfectionist tendencies or are you going to start being in flow? In flow. Just from experience, I will very in humbly say that so it, it better is better to it be just in feels flow. Better. It feels much, much better to be in flow. One last strategy is, you know, we've talked, you and I have probably on the podcast. And just out on the interwebs, there's been a lot of discourse around for the last several years around affirming oneself. You know, mm-hmm. that's one of the tenets of self-care is affirming oneself and giving yourself affirmations and I'm a big proponent of that. I think that's very important. The strategy is to start being really, really honest about what kind of affirmations you need. A few years ago, the the biggest effort, one of the biggest affirmations that I needed to tell myself was that I was beautiful because I spent most of my life believing that I was not. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing. I don't necessarily always have to tell myself that I'm brilliant or whatever because I I accomplished a lot of things by sheer will. And I had teachers and other people tell me a lot of times how smart I am. So I didn't really need affirming around that. I I believe that I have skills and intellectual abilities and all of that. And at the end of the day, I realized that that wasn't even what was most important to me. What was most important to me was wisdom. Wisdom and intellectual skill are not the same thing. Mm -hmm. The same way I think that flow and perfectionism are opposites. I don't think that intellectual or just knowledge in and of itself and wisdom are the same thing. I think they're different. And so what I really, when I really thought about it, I, I realized what I really wanted to be was wise. Mm-hmm. And so I would start telling myself, you're really wise, Natalie. You're so wise. Oh my gosh, you have so much wisdom. And now I'm saying more things like, no matter what, whatever it is that you really feel in your body is important for you to do, you're going to do it doesn't matter how long it takes. Mm -hmm. That flies in the face of of perfectionism. doesn't matter how long it takes. You'll still get it done because it's important to you. So yeah, you got to think about what affirmations, you got to be really honest with yourself and think about what affirmations you actually need to hear and start telling yourself those things Mm -hmm. and start to see the changes around those things. Because sometimes the affirmations that we give ourselves when we start, when we first start, They're very, they they really stroke our perfectionist tendencies a lot of times. Oh, you a bad bitch. It's like, okay, yeah, every, yeah, I'm beautiful. Everybody's beautiful, you know? Oh, yeah, you, you are the pinnacle of whatever. You are the most successful. Those are not in and of themselves bad things to say to yourself. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that if you have a propensity towards perfectionism, those things can be a little risky. Because they could continue to fuel your perfectionist tendencies. Mm -hmm. So that's why, for me, this strategy of being honest about what I really needed to hear, things that put me more in flow and made me think more about wisdom as opposed to intellectual achievement, those are the things that I needed to hear. And those are the things that I tell myself. So really think about it and be honest about what things you really need to hear, things that definitely don't sound as hype to a perfectionist.
0: Right. I love that you said that because a lot of times we do get caught up in all of the things that are going on on social media and we just kind of like follow the trend and we'll start speaking things over ourselves. I remember listening to to Taraji P. Henson and she was talking about how she doesn't like the term strong black woman and she also doesn't like The term "black girl magic" because it puts these unreasonable expectations on black women to be and do Mm -hmm. a thing, and so for her, she doesn't need the term "black girl magic" to be who she is. And so, Mm -hmm. I think what I I get what she's she's, I don't think she's trying to dismiss the whole phrase "black girl magic." I think right, me
1: neither. That's not what I got from when you just said that. I wasn't getting that.
0: I think what what she's saying is that if you find that. It, like you were saying that if you find that it, it enforces your need to be perfect or mm-hmm. your need to be whatever, then perhaps that's not a phrase that you need to use. Right. You know, until, right. until of course you've done your work, you know. So mm-hmm. if it, if it's triggering for you, then don't use it. You know. So yeah, I'm glad mm-hmm. you brought that up. That's a very good point. Uh, what are my strategies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also also when you were talking, you were saying I'm I'm glad you also said that. It's okay to change the schedule because, yeah. like, it's your thing. And you and I have talked a lot about this with this podcast. And I think we we share with you guys the challenges that we had trying to put this thirty day series out there. Like, there were a lot of obstacles that came up as we were doing this, and it, it was easy to be like, "Oh, oh my gosh, I'm so frustrated," and we were sometimes. But yeah, then we we got to this space where we were okay, and Natty is constantly having to remind me. That this is <laughs> this is our thing and we can change it if we need to. Like we are not, we don't We're have to areas. adhere to a specific schedule. If something comes up and we have to change it and rearrange things a little bit, that's okay. But you know, mm-hmm. the perfectionism in me is like, um, we say we are gonna do it on this day. This today is happening.
1: Right, <laughs> so, right. That is yeah.
0: constantly reminding me that
1: it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. And when I remind you this in just for our listeners, because you already know this, but Mm -hmm. I'm not when I I remind Shirley of these things, it's not because I'm thinking, you know, well, listen to me. I'm more mellow and chilled out and listen, I I'm still breaking myself out of the habit of doing the exact same Mm -hmm. thing, the exact same thing. I think that's one of the reasons Shirley and I get along so well because we we have a lot of the same (laughs) challenges or issues or whatever. So and and we and and parts and different aspects of those challenges and issues, one of us might be you know farther along than the other, and vice versa. I've been a little bit more aggressive with myself the past few years, and so that's why I'm telling her, hey, like, do nothing, like. The economy is not going to collapse tomorrow if we don't right. show up, you know, like if something exactly. happens, <laughs> it's like the volcanoes will not explode or erupt, you know, it's going to be okay. And then the next day is still a new day and we can just tackle it then. But it's also, it's so difficult. Like Shirley said, we've been this doing this way, doing life this way since we were little girls. So it's extremely hard to hear that. And it's even harder to actually believe it and it's super hard to actually do it. Exactly.
0: It
1: really is. So take baby steps. Yeah.
0: You don't have to do it all. Like you don't have to you be sure don't. you don't have to be over, you know, trying to be perfect tomorrow or the next or, or the next few minutes, you know, the next thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that. Take baby steps. And one of the ways that you can take baby steps that I have found to be helpful for me is this is me you know natty goes in or i go after <laughs> but um, <laughs> let me tell y'all like i used to be so caught up in perfectionism that are looking perfect or you know people thinking like i really do have my stuff together that i would not even
2: adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected, abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, the thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing, a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and sacred space for healing, connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS Circle. Without
0: makeup, I would not go to I would not go grocery shopping without makeup. I would not go grocery shopping without heels on my life. It was that serious for me. Like I would leave the house with hair done, nails done, everything did, you know. I mm-hmm. would that girl. And so what I began to do and I didn't even realize that I was overcoming perfectionism at this time, but now that I'm doing this work, I am learning that that's that's what's happening. So what I started doing was I took baby steps. I okay, Look, I wouldn't even go to my mom's house without it. So I would start going places without being, air quotes, put together, just a little mm-hmm. bit at a time. I would get up and even if I'm just sitting in the house, I would get up and just like everything. And Daddy has seen me on video. She know not be having on no makeup, honey. Showdown. No, ma'am. <laughs> but there was a time when I wouldn't do that. I would not show up on video. I would not leave my house without... Being air quotes put together, but now I am in a space where I'm comfortable in my own skin. And if somebody doesn't like the way I look or how I am presenting myself, that is their problem, not mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they need to deal with that. And so I don't. I so now I'm at a space in my own life where I don't. Well, I no longer try to live up to the expectations of others. And if we're being completely honest. Like Natty was saying, a lot of that stuff we we put on ourselves because people weren't expecting me to show up put together all the time. That was me expecting that because I had this idea mm-hmm. in my head that I gotta show up perfect or I gotta show up a certain way. And for me, perfection started from the outside and worked this way in. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now I don't do those things. So again, take baby steps. Find something in your life that you can be imperfect in. If you're a writer. I know you don't want to send out anything imperfect, but it doesn't not, why did I say that? But it doesn't have to be like, you don't have, it doesn't have to be like a tedious effort. Don't read it a thousand times. Right, right. You know, if you feel good about what you've put together, give yourself permission to hit send or hit publish Mm -hmm. or whatever that is. Baby steps. If you have a draft and you read that draft maybe five to seven times, tell yourself, I'm not going to read it, but three times and send it and Mm -hmm. then slowly work yourself down to two times and then send it you know two times is good i think you always want to read over it (laughs) but yeah baby steps like don't try and do it all because it's not gonna we've been doing this since we were little girls This is not gonna happen overnight
1: no yeah that's and that's really good like baby steps wow like because i've i've heard people say well don't say baby steps and and i'm like why not when a baby first starts learn to walk, it's a yeah. baby step. And baby we don't step. look at them like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that step wasn't bigger. You should be stepping <laughs> like 12 inches at a time, not Why? just two. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, I don't care if you've got to crawl. I mean, exactly. I don't care if you've got to like roll over, like roll over on your back forward and then roll over on your stomach forward. I don't care how you do it because the bottom line is, It's not a competition (laughs) and you're not going to get some gold medal for not taking baby steps or taking larger steps than baby steps. You're not going to get some gold medal or some prize for running, sprinting, as opposed to crawling. That's not what this is about. And that also flies in the face of perfectionism. It's very hard for someone who's a perfectionist to hear stuff like that. At least it used to be hard for me, but that's the truth. Even like the phrase, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes, that is true, but also don't get caught up because a marathon is still a contest at the end of the day. There's a winner. So this, there, it, this is no competition. You're already a winner because you exist. You don't have to beat someone else at the rate of, of healing or the rate of overcoming or the rate of evolving or whatever, this isn't about that. This is just about you feeling freer and freer as time goes on that's it
0: exactly and and I'm gonna say this one last thing then we're gonna wrap it up if you really think about perfection what you are ultimately doing is replacing one form of abuse with another one because you somewhere in life somebody told you that you weren't good enough and that you got to live up to all these standards and so that airport's abusive behavior, force you into the need to be perfect. And so now what you're doing is you're using perfection to abuse yourself. Yeah. Don't do that. we got no don't problems with, with society
1: abusing us. Exactly. Look, we got Good enough God.
0: outside people abusing us. We don't
1: need to be abusing ourselves. We don't ourselves. need to be doing it too, helping, exactly. helping everyone like, oh Lord, exactly. <laughs> let's just not.
0: <laughs> let's just not. So yeah, let's, let's not do that. So yeah. And in order to not do that, you got to do your work. Like we said before, the simplest thing is to say heal, but even if you're not ready to go down that journey, there are some things that you, begin, that you can begin to do today that will get you closer to living in quotes imperfect life or living the life you want to live. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. hey, we're all human, you know, and we're flawed. We're imperfect. Be okay with that. Period. All right? Well, that's day mm-hmm. 28. We are going to get out of here. Again, we are okay. going to leave, leave the link to the Sister Circle of Healing in the show notes of this episode, the link to the Facebook community in the show notes of this episode. And if you need us, you can reach out to us on your favorite social media platform. We are platform. We are shades of strong everywhere. And that's it. Anything you want to say before we get out now?
1: That? That's that's plenty. I believe we've said